You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. So let's read Lamentation 3, 22. The Bible says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Shout amen. amen. It is of the Lord's mercy. I want us to read something. A story um, in the book of Judges. Judges chapter 8. You all know about Gideon, right? Yeah. Gideon at the beginning. Judges 8. I want to read a story, a verse in verse 18, and that's all I'm going to share today. But to begin this story properly, started from chapter 6. Gideon was a man who was the last born of his family. His family was the last tribe. So Jacob had 12 sons. Benjamin was the last born. So Gideon came from the family of Benjamin, meaning that in those days, hierarchies were really, really, they were emphasized. In a family, you couldn't sit where your firstborn sat. I mean, it, those things were really very dear to them. So firstborn automatically will have access to double portion. So Gideon came from the lastborn. That was not even the only problem. His own family, the lastborn, Benjamin, in the tribe of Benjamin, his own family was the smallest tribe of the smallest tribe. Then, his father's house was the smallest household in that tribe. And then Gideon himself was the last born in his father's house. So when you arrange Israel, <laughs> you are talking about the last, oh boy, it's amazing. God likes choosing people. <sighs> when David sinned, there was one thing the angel told him. Or uh, the prophet, when prophet Nathan came to him, he said, when you were little, and that's Second Samuel 12, he said, when you were little in your eyes, did I not promote you? I learned something from there. God promotes those who are little in their eyes. Don't let success make you feel big. It's very important. What I'm sharing today, because God will promote, will enlarge and bless you. But so that the blessing will last. Remember what Pastor Paul said when he was sharing. Every blessing is for a purpose. When you miss the purpose, your, the lifespan of the blessing will be shortened. This is the reason why some people have experienced breakthrough before. God never planned that you should experience increase once in a blue moon. That's not God's plan. The Bible said the part of joy is a light that shines brighter. And br- a Christian should never have a better yesterday. But when God opens a door and you don't know the purpose of the door, there is a problem. Cyrus was made king just to tell Israel to go back. If he missed that, the kingdom will be taken away from him. Thank God he understood. Even though he was not a Christian, but he understood why. Every leadership position, every marriage, everything, every child that you give out in marriage, there is a purpose attached to everything. When you are raised in your office, there is a reason. And if you don't yield to God's purpose, you are going to do something else. Actually, this is how people commit sin also in their moment of prosperity. Is somebody with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's important that we, we remember this always. 
So when David had gotten big in his head and he made that mistake, they forced him later and said that we need to tell you where you are coming from. He said, when you were little, the moment you were feeling that you really needed God, he said, did I not make you king over Israel? Now others went to fight a battle. You sat at home till you saw a girl. Say so, seeing the girl, that's not the beginning of your problem. You have stopped seeing yourself as a small person. Oh, may we never get to a point where we can lay down flat before God again and worship. You know, you know, you can you can become big. And when you are big, God will tell the angels to leave you alone. Even God will say, "Say he's big. He's a big boy. Let's leave him." <laughs> you, you understand? You can. You can. I am. I am. I will talk more about this next week. By God, I have read somewhere. See, Hebrews five talks about every high priest is taken from among men, so that he can attend to issues of men. Because he himself being a man, God lifts you up for the sake of other people. But you can begin to look down on others when you are raised. And start saying, that's why one of these stories that, you see, he started warning them that when you get to the promised land, Deuteronomy chapter 8, don't say my hand has got him in this wealth. He said, remember the Lord your God, verse 18. He is the one who has given you power to get wealth. Because sincerely speaking, God's power working through you does not mean that you will not do certain things. But you can begin to think that it is because of those things you are doing. Until you get to that, others do what you do, but they don't have your results. Mercy is the difference. Others went to studio to record also their song didn't go far. Are you, are, you, are you with me? We must recognize this forever. You will do your part. You will be diligent. You will be creative. You will do your part. You will study. But all those things, without the mercy of God, they are nothing. And remember very well, if you have a good job, you were not the best in school. If you are doing a good business, you are not the only one that will put the protocols and pre. You can start talking that. That's why you are, yeah, there are things you can teach people, but as you teach them, teach with humility. Don't come and say, see, see, there are some. I look at people. See, people get married because there is no problem yet in your marriage. Anytime you hear of people going through something, they are married, you start apportioning blame. I know that guy. And the Lord is taking this thing away from the church of Jesus Christ. At least God is starting with HOD. That when you see your brother's nakedness, you pray. You don't assume that you are bigger. So I know, I know the guy is still drinking. That, that's why, that's why they're mad. You start talking because you have forgotten that you are kept by the grace of God. So this story that we're about to, this verse 18 of Judges. So look at this question. This is very powerful. Then said unto Ziba and Zamuna. This is Gideon talking to them. What manner of men were they whom you slew at table? And the answer, as thou art, so were they. Each one of them resembled the children of a king. I was a young guy. I just left secondary school when I first noticed this scripture. A brother was preaching in our small fellowship in Abelkuta, and the thing hit me like a thunderbolt. Can you imagine? You have to go to the beginning of the story to understand what happened here. So this same Gideon that was enlisted in his family, God said, by you, I'm going, to dis- de- de- I'm going to deliver Israel. And Gideon said, <laughs> he told the angel, he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't sell alcohol in heaven. I would have said that you are drunk. You are looking at the most unqualified person and you are telling me I will, de- I will deliver Israel. He said, how? <laughs> he asked the angel, he said, how can I? You, must have, you, you, are, you are talking to a wrong person. How can I deliver Israel? And he gave the angel his CV. He said, you don't understand. My tribe is the smallest. Family is stronger. My father's house is the smallest. I am the last one of my father's house. 
So tell me how. And the Bible said the angel looked at him and said, but the Lord will be with you. And that is all that matters. After listing all the CVs, David's CV in 1 Samuel 16, the Bible said that a man skillful in playing up, handsome boy, a beautiful countenance. He said, and the Lord is with him. That is what makes others to make sense. So, the angel looked at you and said, the Lord will be with you. That is all that matters. Long and short of it, this same Gideon, who, who wasn't sure of himself, conquered nations. These were the two kings of the country he conquered. You know, the only son now gathered after him, he now became their leader and he became a big man and everything was working. But then God allowed this situation to remind him where he was coming from. So he captured the king, Ziba and Zamuna, where the kings he captured. So he wanted to kill them. You know, this is a moment of victory. He just decided to ask them a question. He said, you guys, before I captured you, you went to a country and you killed all the people there. The people you killed there, what kind of people were they? And Ziba and Zamuna looked at him. Are you beginning to feel big? They said, as to us, so were they. The men, we, oh, the men we overpowered yesterday. The city we destroyed yesterday. You are not better than them. Something gave you victory. Don't brag. That was what Zimbabwe Zamina told Gideon. They said that everyone, they said, as thou art, so were they. Each one of them. Said they look like princes also, but we killed them. But when it got to you, something happened. Gideon ended up killing them, but I'm sure he went back home and he thought about it. So, I am not different from other men, except that there is the mercy of God at work. If you have not made mistakes that others are making, it's because of the mercy of God. If you are faithful to your wife, it's because of the mercy and grace of God. They are new every morning. If you are not consumed, it's because of the mercy of God. That was a lesson that Gideon learned. The mercy of God is not an invisible thing. It comes through different things. You might have been brought up by parents who taught you how to save, how to read. It's the mercy of God. Some people landed in a family where everything has scattered before their arrival. I will never forget the boy who told me in secondary school. He saw somebody reading one day and he said that they never told us in our house. And when I looked at his family truly, reading was an abomination. He was the last born. Also, when the brothers would come home and be playing pornography before somebody that was four, five, six years old, he grew up that way. Mother nowhere to find, other nowhere to find. The old house was upside down. It would take grace for that kind of person to concentrate on anything. Some people, the mercy of grace, an act of mercy that you are in the midst of the kind of friends that you are in the midst of, who are reasonable. That even when you want to misbehave, you think about your friend, you, you, they set to right. It's an act of mercy. Some of these, the school you went to. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why forever. Yeah, you have learned things and you are supposed to teach people, but teach with humility. That's why I say that the high priest, Hebrews 5, let's end with that and I'll close. Hebrews 5. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Is somebody with me this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, with this, we'll reach out to more people. You will love more people. You will find yourself praying more for people. Amen. Every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. Verse 2. Who can have compassion or the ignorant and them that are out of the way? Wow! 
For that he himself, shout the word himself. So, Clement, the job of the high priest is not God. Our God is amazing. Before I left here, the Lord made me realize, and I said it on stage. Before I, I was not around last week, I was away somewhere. And before I, upper week, I said this. One of the days, the Lord was telling me that there are members here who are not even serious Christians. But he said that if you forsake them, you have missed your calling. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be sent to a, someone as a pastor. And you can be sent to a group of people. As the church is growing, more powerful people can come and you can forsake those people. You will not last. This is why you hear of a pastor doing this, doing that. All those things. Grace has fallen. So you start. And you can be sent to a church and anger and offense can take you out. The same thing will happen. It is true. This is happening daily to people. That's why the Bible said, the, great, the people that can offend you most are your brethren. And your test of love also is with the brethren. You cannot claim you are walking in love in isolation. You have to live among your brethren. If you are Joseph, your brothers will hate you. You have to accept it, but you must not retaliate. I get what I'm saying. There's some people are looking at me. Hey. Your brother has offended you. Your people, your, your brother, they have offended you many times. Your brother, you, you see, the closest people. But the Bible is saying that you must not leave them. You walk in their midst. That's how it's supposed to be. How do you train yourself in walking in love? I said that people are pricking you every day and you are not. A time will come that you become so deep in it. The more you forgive, the more you are forgiving. Forgive our trespasses. How? As we forgive those who trespass against us. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain what? Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Even in the midst of church, people will offend you many times. Once you join the unity in the church, people will offend you. But enjoy it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shout a living amen. Is, is somebody, have you heard me this morning? So, Bible says he himself. That's the key word there. I was shocked when I read this. Oh, no, I will continue from it. I, I was surprised. The high priest is supposed to have mercy on the ignorant. And those who are out of the way. It's not supposed to criticize or get angry with them. God is, God is, I wonder to say God is, but God is not funny. God is awesome. The high priest. Can you imagine? It's as if that's his major assignment. The Bible said that he must have mercy on the ignorant and those who turn out of the way. And the, what is the Bible said that himself, 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 he has infirmities in his life. When you are told to lead a department, the first thing you must realize is that you must have compassion on the people in that department. Those who oppose you there, those who turn out of the way. The Bible says you must realize that you yourself, you have infirmity. Hallelujah. Oh Lord Jesus, we worship you. We adore your name. Lift up your hands and just bless his name. Can you thank God for his mercy? Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God we worship you. Blessed be your name. We give you praise. We adore you. We worship you. We honor you. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. 
You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.